0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, you're listening to Big Fish, small pod. I'm Andrew Wardall. Today is Friday, and today the Marlins will face off against the Nationals in Washington behind Jesus Luzardo. After last night's big win against the Phillies, I know maybe it feels like an overstatement to say big win, but it did feel like a major step forward with uh, Jordan Groschen's first major league home run and Brian De La Cruz with an absolute monster of a blast to put the Marlins ahead and beat the playoff contending Philadelphia Phillies. It felt like a team eager to play spoiler. So for you ahead of this Friday night game, what I have is a bit of a peek at the record books for the Miami Marlins. Really not to dwell on the record books we know this year hasn't gone. How really any of us envisioned, um, looking at, like, some bold predictions. I know personally I had, like, Jazz Chisholm Jr. down for 110 runs. And we're, um, in September, uh, sorely missing Jazz altogether. But seriously, this is not to dwell. Uh, I want to look at the Marlins by position, like how they have performed relative to last year, uh, 2021 to 2022 numbers by position of wins above average, a metric provided by uh, Baseball Reference that does, like it is reminiscent of wins above replacement, um, but with a different like central basis around the average player as opposed to, like, an, like, average contribution to the team, as opposed to that, like, replacement level average. Um, I was certainly surprised by what I found, and we knew heading into this year that there were a few, like, key areas for upgrade. We knew the Marlins wanted to improve at catcher. They did. Um, 2021, negative 3.3 wins above average. Again, like, a negative number there, uh, so below average um by about three wins 29th in the league um behind quite a few like past balls by jorge alfaro and low performance um from the bats so in 2022 we saw an upgrade negative uh, 1.4 wins above average uh good for 24th in the league um certainly worthwhile to note that like only about 8 teams have a positive number here for catcher so there is like some real like gravity to those like better players truly you're like JT and that was an area where the team like consciously went and pursued an upgrade and found an upgrade first base in 2021 there was a negative 0.1 wins above average for uh, appropriately 16th in the league just like slightly below average slightly below average ranking Uh, 2022, negative 2.2 wins above average. Good for 26th in the league. Quite a nosedive when the Marlins were pretty much sticking pat with uh, Jesus Aguilar, Garrett Cooper, Lewin Diaz at the position. Second base. And this is a bit like of a more vague position, really. For 26th in 2021, the second base position for the Marlins. And then this year, two whole quests. Um, good for sixth in baseball. Up from negative 1.3, wins above replacement. That was 26th in 2021. There we go. Jazz diving and makes the play! That one ticketed for right field! A diving gem there by Jazz Chisholm Jr. So a major improvement there. Um, so on to third base, we have an even zero for that number currently in 2022. um, 18th overall in baseball out of the third base position. Improved from like a bit below average performance. 26th overall in 2021. Um, Pretty good like improvements through the infield. Uh, Shortstop actually like currently like dead locked um, 0.8 win above average 2021 um, 0.8 in 2022 both good for like 18th place really just like I see that Miguel Rojas is like a true like icon of consistency there um, and there has been like improvement all through the infield um, with the exception of like first base but really like critically what we saw in the outfield was more like kind of, like, like I feel like I'm reporting this as, like, a person in a deep sea submarine trying to identify, like, a fish that, like, you know, might be, like, just, like, a, a new fish, um, and it's hard to, like, really describe exactly, like, what happened with this outfield, because, like, literally, like, just looking at, like, the way the roster went from, like, 2021 to 2022, it does seem like the Marlins just, like, removed a layer of veteran outfielders and put on a bit of a layer of veteran outfielders um and then like you know brought up some of like the younger prospects uh this year and they've been really pushing them through the outfield so like hopefully what we see is uh something of like a bottom here for this like outfield positional group as far as production right now they're 29th in baseball and in 2021 they were 10th with like a slightly above average 0.9 and like a currently well below average negative 6.1 wins above average for that 29th in baseball and this is totally like not to dwell on that like we just like see that there um that like seemingly like just like gravity well of production um that's a really, like, catastrophic language, but, um, I think that's kind of, like, funny. I just genuinely think this is wild. I had no expectation that, like, the Marlins out- outfield production had, like, cratered such that it was. A few notes, really, on that. Um, between 2021 and 2022, the DH was added, so, like, the Marlins, um, didn't really, like, just move any, like, outfielders to the DH Role and that's where, like, the production came from. There wasn't, like, some kind of, like, just statistical, like, accounting error here, really. Um, the DH for the Marlins was, like, 26th in baseball. Negative 1.6 wins above average. Really, like, along with their peers in the National League East, like, uh, the Nationals, Mets, Braves, all really down there. Uh, Really, only the Phillies are positive there. Uh, Notably, they went out and, like, got free agent hitters without any, like, pretension of regularly fielding a position. But, um, also, like, really important to, like, keep tuned to, like, what the Marlins are doing now, because, like, I mean, literally yesterday was a big night for, like, Brian De La Cruz, who's been on, the like, a pretty significant upswing since he's returned to the majors after a bit of time with the Jumbo Shrimp. I feel like I'm like switching into like hype there and I'm definitely like not, um, I don't know, I don't mean to, uh, my bad. Uh, I don't want to like, I don't persuade you one way or the other about the Marlins really. Uh, I hope to just like kind of present like the stat line as it is. And currently he's hitting like, like 333, two home runs, including like a, I think like a 434 foot home run last night. And it's come in like significant time like pretty like high leverage at bats so far in his like again like pretty insignificant like 21 plate appearances since he's returned for the marlins with the jordan Groshans home run um this game really got me thinking about what like well really like what it would take for some of these players to like take that step forward to be those guys um filling in the abundance of room for production at like first base in the outfield at at DH. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the podcast today. So, uh, for now, I've been Andrew Werdahl. This is, as you know, Fish Stripes. Uh, We'll be back with you this uh, weekend with Fish Stripes Live leading up to the game against the Washington Nationals. Jesus Lizardo facing Josiah Gray. They'll get you up on anything you need to know before first pitch. But yeah, for now, I've been Andrew Riddell Have a great weekend.